WRKS Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. It's now Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. Man, a week from today, we get uh, Florida and Utah. I'll I'll take that. Power five matchup one week from tonight. And then two weeks from today, you get the NFL. So that's, now we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm, I'm excited about it. I know you are too. You're fired up. Get your pad level right. Some of you are. Or doing high school football, you know, you're wearing all the colors every day, decked out in all your gear on Friday night. That's what I'm talking about. Maybe a bandana, whatever it takes. Do rag. We used to wear do rags in high school. Anyway, we are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 1059 The Zone. We're powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Guess where we'll be next Wednesday? Well, I guess I'll be there Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. I will be live from the Sportsbook, the Timeout Lounge, inside the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. And we'll have a little dinner at uh, Philip M's the night before. That's a good celebratory football dinner. And it's five years since the Sportsbook opened. I was there when they did the ribbon cutting, and there was a line out the door and all the way down to the escalator. And, you know... No doubt that the uh, the whole sports book thing has worked. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> I remember talking to their executive team way before that happened. I was like, guys, this is going to crush it. And they were like, you think so? I was like, yes. And um, it's cool. But, I mean, they, they did it right. They went full bar with food out of the gate. A lot of people didn't. They messed up. You know, they didn't carve enough out of their, uh, some didn't carve enough of a space out of their casino. But uh, the Golden Moon, I mean, it's its its own room. You know, you have to walk in another room with the door. It's a whole full bar, sports book, food. I don't know how many dozens of leather chairs and all that. So it's got the cool, it, it's got the Vegas vibe. I mean, we've all been out to Vegas to those, I mean, those sports books are great. Uh, but we've got some good ones in the state of Mississippi. We'll be, we'll be there Wednesday and then the next week and then the next week. So um, I'm excited about it. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. I didn't say that. I'm supposed to. And uh, you can hit us up on the Bushlight caller line, 601-707-3750. Twitter, at Bo Bounds. And then, uh, hey, you need your John Deere tractor to manage your land, farm, hunting camp, John Deere America's tractor. You can find it at Ag Up Equipment. And the Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. And want to say good morning, welcome in. We've got Jason with us. Uh, we, we're debating a, a, a nickname for Jason. It may be Southern Marsh. Okay. Uh, after Jason came up with, um, he took crazy pills and started spewing out a bunch of stuff that he learned the first few weeks on campus at Ole Miss. We're awesome. You're awesome. Um, this toilet over here, 
It's awesome. Why? Because it's in Oxford. Oh, um, man. So I, I, I thought about, I went deep into the closet. Okay. I don't have a Southern Mars shirt. I mean, I got a bunch of stuff from Ken Cage and the Rogue. I guess that's not up to standard, but, you know, I, and then I thought Vineyard Vines. <laughs> I don't have a Vineyard Vines shirt. So I went all the way. I don't usually go deep in the closet. I right, mean, less right. like I'm going to a wedding. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, jeans and a button down suffice for most of the time. We can wear whatever we want during the show. I mean, I'm wearing a pullover and, oh, I am wearing Lululemon pants. Oh, there and you Peter go. Millar, but Peter Millar wouldn't evidently cut because you said owns, own clouds. Is that own clouds? Is that the name of them? Yeah, own clouds. I've got several pair. I should have wore those, but I, I went with Peter Millar instead. What a shame. I wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't be able to tailgate in the Grove with you. You, you might this. be able to drive by. Uh, yeah, you could drive by. With with the Abner's chicken tenders? Yeah, yes, sir. You Ooh, got it. Man. Or Handy Andy's burger. Oh. Uh, you get it. Some celery and ranch. So <laughs> um I was thinking, you know, we were trying to come up with your your nickname and it may be Southern Marsh. But but Owen doesn't sound right. And Vineyard Vines doesn't click on the radio. So, you know It's gotta be catchy. Southern yeah. Marsh is pretty good. I mean, uh, I, I like it. I think it exemplifies who I am. Oh, wow. You know? <laughs> okay. That's that's facetious if people can't tell tone over, over the radio. But yeah, man, people got angry about that yesterday. Should I have... Uh, well, I think a lot of people laughed. Um, more people laughed than, than being angry. But uh, it, it, is that... What does that say? I, don't ha- I, I went deep in the closet. I don't have one Southern Marsh or Vineyard Vine piece. Well, that's a good thing because usually it's like, you know, that's more 2015 sort of thing. Oh. But that's, that's what I was saying yesterday. It, just because I said Southern Marsh Vineyard Vines doesn't mean it's a good thing. But everybody took it as, you know, oh, Ole Miss wears Southern Miss and, or Southern Marsh and Vineyard Vines. All right, speaking of, what does Southern Miss wear? Southern Miss. Let's go. I mean, Southern Miss is more, is more relaxed, I'd say. I'd say Southern Miss is more pullover style. Wouldn't you say? I would say out of all the three schools, I would say Southern Miss might be the pullover school. I haven't been to a game since 2020 at Southern Miss. Hold on. Let me think about that for a second. Yeah. First game back from COVID was Southern Miss on a Thursday night. Uh, Credit to their leadership and administration uh, for playing that game. And by damn, I was going to be there. Um, (laughs) Jeff Jones, who owns Wicker's, which is an amazing marinade and barbecue sauce um, and, you know, many other things. And Jones EQ line of Ooh, yeah. rubs and, and sauces. Jeff Jones invited me down to his suite for that first game back from the uh, L COVID. So um, I don't remember what I wore, though. So sorry. That, was a, that feels like a long time ago. I can't, you know, I mean, I'm thinking I wore – Shorts and a shirt, but I guess I could have worn pants. But it was I mean, it had to be an it had to be a week from today because they played the week before Labor Day. Right, okay. Yeah, see, I've never actually been to, like, a, a football game there. I've been to a basketball game and a baseball game, but never been to a Southern yeah, Miss football game. I've been to several basketball games there. Um, but it has been a while. Of course, they had a good team this year. I don't know what... Uh, Ladner can flat out coach. Uh, I mean, he doesn't have a budget more than, you know, what I spent on this coffee. 
but which is impressive. Yeah. Considering, I mean, he's having to put it together with, you know, matchbox sticks and, you know, band-aids and I don't know. Use silly putty, but uh, he's a heck of a coach. He can, he could, he can take his and beat yours and take yours and beat his. There's not many coaches that can do that. He, he, he can flat out coach. So, uh, I don't know how we got on that, but anyway, all right. Uh, live in the bank plus studio. Uh, I'm your host, Bo Bounds. I've got Southern Marsh with me. We're going to have time. Lugan Bill's going early today, 7.30. So we've got Lugan Bill at 7.30, Palazzolo at 8.30, and uh, MSU superfan Brooks Bryant at 9.30. Kind of loaded up. Yeah, we're having fun today. Yeah. Yeah, Let's yeah, do yeah. do it, man. And I'm drinking my uh, Athletic Greens. I was a little late. I had to water the yard. And uh, I'm trying to keep it just out of, you know, burning to the ground. So, it's a little bit of a challenge. I don't have a big yard, but I still have too much yard. I've tried to cover Mm. all of our space with, you know, brick and rocks and stuff like that. That's the ideal thing. But uh, still too much yard. Got to figure, I think I need to take a big chunk and make a, um, almost like a new patio, you know? Yeah. Maybe take out about 20% of it. Of course, the whole back on the road is just rock, so that's good. All right. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. We'll be there next Wednesday. Good morning. Welcome in. Big Board coming up next on the Out of Bounds Show. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. All right, good morning. Welcome in. We'll be at the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge next Wednesday, day before Florida, Utah. I'm excited. You're excited. Let's go. Football, Will Rogers, Jackson Darter, Spencer Sanders. Um, Need Will Hall to have a good year at Southern Miss, and then we'll be off and running. So, And high school football, plenty of teams have already played. Everybody will have played after this weekend hopefully everybody's careful and all that with the heat is that thing is it ever going to break are we ever going to have any kind of reprieve or uh, some you know something going to knock this stuff down what what's happening here november maybe oh don't know is that that our first shot wow look at this weekend i need to get on a plane go to north carolina mountains when was it a few years ago when it was 80 degrees on christmas day i i think i remember that yeah. The one good thing about that is if you have little kids, it's a godsend. I, well, they're going to play outside either way. But, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> it, it, you know, if it's warm, all those toys they get, they can go outside. I do remember a couple of those. Um, which Now, one Christmas, it, I think it rained all day. 
Can't have that with little kids. Mm. You just can't. You know, if you're an adult, you can just go straight into the uh, day drinking and, um, you know, have some fun and whatever. I don't even know. Um, let me looky looky here at the December. Oh, it's a Monday. I guess we'll have football. Do they still have Monday night football that late? I know they yank it the week before the playoffs, right? Huh. We'll see. Anyway, last year I think was the big football day on on Christmas. But it's around the corner. I think I may actually watch some football tomorrow night. Uh, I don't know where I'll be. I may be here, but I may not. But uh, stream a game or two. Somebody let me know, like, the big games tomorrow night in high school football. The Ag Up Equipment, John Deere Tractor text line, 601-885-3776. I'm your host, Bo Bounds, and we are the Out of Bounds Show. Jason is with me. Tom Luganbill coming up next on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Tommy Lugs. 8.30, we'll have Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, NFL Insider. And then at 9.30, we'll have Superfan. Brooks Bryant, who lied his way into the PGM program, professional golf management program at Mississippi State. He's coming off of an internship out in Montana, some swanky resort where he met, who'd he tell us this time he was on? Tom Brady and somebody else that was cool. Justin Timberlake? Yeah. I think it was Timberlake. I think I got that right. Timberlake and Brady. I want to know who he ran into this year, though. So we'll uh, we'll chat it up with the uh, with the super fan PGM Brooks Bryant. He'll join us throughout the the football season too. Do y'all get the sense that Texas and Texas A and M are due to win some games this year? After all the great recruiting they've done, now Texas, you know they are so far outside of Oklahoma. They are so far, you know more talented, head and shoulders above who they play in the Big 12. Don't you think it's just, even with Sarkeesian not being a good head coach, that they've got to win some games? I, I'd i like to get your thought. And now we're being told that Bobby Petrino is calling the plays at A&M. He's calling the plays. Is that a wink-wink? You think? No, no, that is a, from a great source, he's calling the plays. If that holds, they'll be good. They may not be great, but they'll be good. He's that good. That is not good for Ole Miss and Mississippi State. In fact, yeah, yeah that, that's not good. Uh, you, you wanted, you wanted Jimbo Fisher calling, calling the plays. If, if you're, if your state don't miss Mississippi State plays at A and M, Ole Miss will host A and M, and they go back to back weeks. By the way, late in the year, those are November games. So I know we got a while, and we want to play a bunch of ball before then, and blah blah blah. But anyway, I guess you're still hoping that they implode between now and those November games. You you got a real chance to win if Jimbo's calling the plays. Your chance to win if uh, Bobby Petrino is calling the plays is at least cut in half. Just something to think about. I think the West, I'm not sure when the last time it was this good. Because you got Freeze at Auburn, 
You got Bobby Petrino calling the plays now at A&M. They've had players. And you actually have a real coach at LSU. That's not ideal. Yeah, and the players at Arkansas. Not necessarily, like, just the strict coaching, but the one-two punch Arkansas has this year. Yeah. That's scary. No, KJ and Sanders and who's the other guy? Well, that, that's the KJ and Sanders are the one and they two. They got a good backup. Yeah, I think so. Um, well, I, I say that. You know, some of these schools are going to go back committee. So, we'll see how that looks. I think, you know, Mississippi State's got depth. Ole Miss has a, they're top heavy with Quinchon. But uh, I think you got to like Mississippi State's depth at running. They finally, looks like they built some depth, depth out of Char- after Charles Huff ran your running back room into the ground under Joe Moorhead. So, looks looks to be recovering a little bit after some slim times, you know. Uh, post Kylan Hill, granted he quit on, I don't remember if it was the third game of the year, whatever it was. And then yeah. you had to throw in uh, Marks and Dylan Johnson, who were both true freshmen, and you had already thrown in Will Rogers, who was a true freshman. So, you were like, you had a whole true freshman backfield, um, which I don't know if that's ever happened. At, at Old Miss or Mississippi State, especially modern era. Well, heck, for years, freshmen couldn't play. So you got to take off a, a big chunk of the first, you know, few decades you played ball. Um, yeah. All right. Tom Luganville coming up next on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 1059 The Zone. Is it National Burger Day? It Yes, sir. Come on. I went to Bulldog Burger yesterday and, um, I visited with their two man, their general manager and, and bar manager, super nice guys, um, and they're doing great. You know, we had just had a bunch of appetizers the night before, but I, we wanted to set up a bourbon tasting with Wilderness Trail, and we did that. They they've really added to their bourbon game. Uh, that bar is really cool. It's big, nice, plenty of bar stools at the bar, high tops behind it, TVs everywhere. Um, but they have taken their bourbon game to another level at Bulldog Burger, and it's National Burger Day. So we'd love to hear from you. Uh, where's the place where you love to smash the best burger? I'm trying to think of the best burger in Starville. I got a oh Bulldog Burger in Starville. There you go. Bingo. Um, and then what's your favorite in Oxford? So... If you want something that's not going to disappoint, Handy Andy's is always just a regular, like a a good burger. Yeah, I had that last time I was there, actually. I thought it was solid. Yeah, but, but there's other I places. Mean, it was better than solid. There, there's other places. I mean, there's... Uh, Phillips? Yeah, Phillips. Phillips Grocery, uh, Taylor Grocery in Taylor, Mississippi. Oh, I've been out there. Yeah. But I, it's been a little while. Okay. Yeah, so th- those are any... A lot of the places that have grocery. What about... At, at the end of the name. I'm, I bet Bure has a good burger doesn't it? Bure has a, they have a good shrimp and grits that's what i that's my favorite there but uh, yeah Bure does have a good burger uh i, w- I had burgers blues and barbecue yesterday oh gosh. i got that sonic boom that i love what's on it it is fried jalapenos it's got pickles i think it has a comeback sauce but it's got onions it's got cheese man i mean that's the burger that does sound good i may have to cook a burger oh well, I, th- I think wendy and i did cook we cooked burgers Sunday. I think that's right. We were kind of recovering from the party bus in Gibbs. Um, 
Now, last night I did a little Wagyu sirloin and some fries. Wendy went over and played cards with her friend. And I just turned up Spotify really loud. And the dog, <laughs> he can't really hear, but the dog and I hung out. It was a ton of fun. And I poured some kind of uh, uh, new Grenache that I stumbled upon. So I'm pretty fired up about that. Okay, Tom Luganbill coming up next on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Miss Kelly Furniture, Mississippi's number one, number one sleep store. That music is terrible. Out of bounds, ESPN 1059 The Zone. I feel like I'm going to Jane Fonda workout in 1982. Our uh, our guests join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Bundle your car and home and save with any Farm Bureau Insurance agent in the 82 counties in the state of Mississippi. We welcome in Tom Luganbill, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. Lugs will join us throughout football season. He joins us on a Thursday today. Lugs, good morning. Where are you, buddy? Uh, I am home right now, and I'm on the way to introduce my son on how to go get his oil changed. So uh, we've uh, we've already done the tire change process, and now we're in the uh, the oil change process and all the little things as you become a man that you got to start to learn. Okay, how's it going? How's the process? As Nick Saban would say, good. Yeah, no, really good. Yeah, really, really good. Um, I'm I'm very fortunate because he's a pretty conscientious kid. So he kept telling me, he's like, Dad, my sticker's telling me I'm within like a 1,000 miles. I'm like, we're good, dude. Dad, my sticker's <laughs> telling me it's about 500 miles. I'm like, all right, let's go ahead and get this done. <laughs> get this done. Well, so is he a senior? He'll be a senior this fall, yeah. Okay. All right. Have they started school or no? No, they haven't started school, but they've been in fall camp since. Geez, the last week of July, they start school a little late. They had um, their first game last week, which I actually got to see, which is rare. And then they had uh, they have another game coming up this week, which I get to see as well. So I get uh, two games. So if you add that up for four years, I've seen two, four, six, I've seen eight games in four years. Wow. Um, yeah. Do you watch the live stream when you're traveling, or how does that work? Do y'all do live streaming? I do, yeah. Yeah, if it doesn't if it doesn't interrupt with our production meeting that is often Friday nights, um, I definitely will try to. And then, you know, he and I will watch some huddle tape here and there and and get a look at it. And and uh, but he's having a good time, man. It goes, you know, as everybody knows, and you and you have older kids, it goes fast. Like everybody tells you that, you don't realize it until it happens to you. I know, mine are freshmen and sophomores in college. I'm an empty nester. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, it's it's not a bad deal. It's not. Um, okay, so has he decided where he's going to school? He has not. He's probably going to have a couple of opportunities um, as a preferred walk-on at some group of five and power five schools to potentially earn a scholarship, and then he's got some FCS scholarship uh, opportunities. He's a long snapper, so he's kind of devoted himself to that craft and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But uh, he's put himself in position for it to work out, so we'll see what happens. Good, good. I hope yeah. everything lines up. That's awesome. Senior yeah, year. Um, Tom Luganbill yep. on the Out of Bounds show. I, I want to start today 
with uh, Texas and Texas A&M. Um, mm-hmm. We've got a great source over there in College Station that says that Bobby Petrino is calling the plays, that he is calling mm-hmm. the plays. So, you know, if, if he's calling the plays, they're going to win this year. Now, they may not be great, but they can't help but be good if he's calling the plays this year, in my opinion, because Durkin is definitely, he may not be elite, but he's a good D.C., is that how you see it? If Petrino does call the plays, Luke? Yeah, and it's not—it's not just the calling of the plays. It's also running his offense. Yeah, I think that's the other thing in all of this is—is is I don't think he would agree to come in there and do that if it wasn't the scheme that he's developed for the past four years. And so I think it's a combination of not only him calling the plays and running the offense, but it being his offense. And listen, this is. If this if this ended up, ends up being the switch that needed to be flipped, they're going to be really good because they've got players, man. Their recruiting classes the last two three years have been fantastic. They played with a ton of true freshmen on defense, particularly in the defensive front, and they were all guys that everybody in the crew, in, in the country was recruiting and and chasing after, and they got them. So, like, they're not going to have any excuses for a lack of talent. They've got talent. So if, if this move ends up working out, then they're going to have the players to pull it off. And I think that's why they're kind of sitting there and, you know, everybody's talking about LSU and that's fine. And everybody's talking about Alabama's quarterback situation. And I, and I know A&M's quarterback situation isn't quite settled yet, at least not that I know of. But I think that Jimbo Fisher has this team in a good spot where nobody's talking about it. Right, it's kind of like Clemson in the ACC. Like Dabo's over there going, "Yeah, just keep talking about Florida State, keep talking about North Carolina. We'll just sit over here and we'll do our thing." That's kind of how he wants it. That's how A and M is right now. And the Miami game, we've talked about it earlier, but in week two at Miami, you know that could be a telltale. I know Miami's not that good, but they've recruited well. They just can't. They're kind of like A and M. They can't win on the field. You know? Yeah. 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 And, you know, it won't be a hostile environment unless somehow out of nowhere a bunch of Texas A&M fans make that trip, which it, it could be the case. Um, Miami's got 10 starters back on defense. They've got two or three guys on the defensive front that are really, really good. The questions on Miami are going to be more about how quickly does, does Tyler Van Dyke and, and, and uh, Coach Dawson, the new offensive coordinator, how, how does that get implemented quickly? So, very similar to what's happening at A&M, which could make for a lot of intrigue in that game. Yeah. Okay. And then Texas, they're due. Uh, they have more talent than anybody in the league. Oklahoma's second. But they they trump everybody by a sizable gap. Kaikowski, I just don't think he'll allow them to lose. Um, even though Sark's not a good head coach, he's a good OC. But he doesn't, I guess he can't figure out the A to Z piece. Um, because this is his third stop. However, he might out-talent. I mean, if Ed Ogeron can do it, and Les Miles Sark can do it, um, and Larry Coker and Malzahn, uh, not Malzahn, um, Chizik. So, yeah. don't you, do you kind of get the sense, Luke, that Texas is due to finally not throw up on themselves and, and win at a, at least a pretty high level this year? If, if they can prove that they can handle success, that's been their problem. They... They'll, they'll go out and they'll look really good for two to three weeks in a row, and you'll think they're getting hot, 
And then all of a sudden, like you said, they'll throw up on themselves and they'll lose to somebody they're not supposed to, right? And it's, it's as if the moment things start going good, they don't handle people talking good about them or a high level of publicity and, and adulation and pats on the back. They seem to be, they, they just buy into it. It's, it's almost like it engulfs them. And if Sark can somehow get past that, and and they can not only win the games that you know that maybe are a toss up or maybe even that they're not even expected to win, but then avoid you know losing to Kansas or <laughs> you know lose you know losing to right losing to somebody that you you just you can't lose to right I mean that, that it, it's kind of that simple for me and and you're right this is the best roster and the best team they've probably had in well over a decade, I would say. And, you know, I think seeing how the quarterback evolves is going to be interesting as well because the quarterback was very up and down, although he's very talented, but he was very up and down last year. And and if he comes into his own, then they're they're going to be really good. They're, they're, they will Do you – team on the field except for the Alabama game except for the Bama game which for our listeners is week two Texas at Bama and y'all all remember last year it took Bryce Young heroics for Bama to win and Ewers got knocked out in I think the middle of the second quarter somewhere around there yeah. uh, and they were trending the right way and went in and all that uh are you uh, you seem kind of still you need to see more but you may not uh are, are you buying Quinn Ewers the Texas QB what where are you with that Luke's? Um, yes and no. And and I might have had a bit of a bad taste in my mouth because my experience last year was the Oklahoma State game. And things were not going well. And he didn't play bad, but he didn't play overly great either. And he, he had a body language issue on that day. Mm. And that stuff bothers the heck out of me at the quarterback position. And so... I, I know he's talented. I think he's got the stuff to do it. I really do. Um, I want to see him maintain more of an even keel um, in, in terms of, you know, for example, that Oklahoma State game, things weren't great. And he kind of, when things went bad and went down, he went down, right? And I just, that's, I think, the next step in his evolution. But I will say this, and I've, and I've defended him in this regard. People fail to realize that, yeah, you know the name Quinn Ewers, but you've also got to realize that he had not played in a football game in two years prior to starting last year because he skipped his senior year in high school and then didn't play at Ohio State. Uh, so, you know, he's really far removed from organized football. So, uh, you know, you got to keep that in mind, too. Yeah, I don't understand skipping. You need to play. You need to play. You need to get the reps. Um, your senior, especially if you're a prospect, your senior year, uh, I don't. Anyway, all right, uh, but he did look good at times. We'll see what Quinn Ewers is at Texas. If he's really good, then we may get a really good game in Bryant-Denny. It looks like Alabama. So here, I, I'm still not sure what's going to happen at Ole Miss. You know, Dart, Sanders, how the season plays out. We'll see. They're both <laughs> more than capable. We know who's going to be the starter at uh, at MSU and Will Rogers. I will say this, though. I talked to two people inside the building, Lugs. And they were blown away with what Mike Wright did. And, and you talk about this all the time, continuing to commit to the craft, get better. 
they were blown away with what Mike Wright did this summer as far as uh, committing to throwing the football, learning the offense. They believe that if Will gets knocked out of a game, that this guy can can win a game for them. He had nothing around him at Vanderbilt, and he's a big kid. Right. I saw him the oh, other yeah, day really within about kid. 20 feet yeah. of me. He's put on a ton of muscle. Um, I, what do you think? I mean, I know you've, you've seen play a little bit, but what, what's your takeaway from what some of the people inside the building told me about him committing to his uh, craft over the summer? Well, yeah, I think that's a lot of it. And I think some of that stuff is just a level of maturity that has to, it either will happen or it won't happen. Um, and it, sometimes the light goes off and a guy realizes, you know what? I might be talented physically, but that's not all it takes. And I got to be willing to put in all of the other work and do all of the other things that are actually going to make me a great player or a good player. And, you know, when he played at Vanderbilt, he was really young, um, kind of awkward, really good athlete. Um, I don't know if he's a natural passer, but I think he can hone some of those things fundamentally. But if he's committing to learning the game and studying the game, then he's going to have a future of success. Tom Luganville on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. So that takes me to Alabama. Uh, it looks like it's going to be Milrow. And who knows with Buckner and Simpson, that doesn't mean any, it's kind of like Ole Miss. It doesn't mean it's set in stone. But his ability to be a playmaker with his legs, I think it looks sounds like it's trumping what everybody else brings to the table. And I don't blame Saban and Tommy Reese. Do you? No, that, because that's the default, right? Right. Let's just say that all across the board, the guys made good plays, they made bad plays, they made reads, they missed reads, they protected the football, they turned over the football, nobody took the reins, and nobody just was head and shoulders above the other. What do you do? You take the guy that makes you the most difficult to defend. I mean, that's that's the default, because all of those other guys – are not going to be like a running back at the quarterback position to force defenses to say, oh, boy, well now we got to deal with this, too. So that, that's kind of the, the move you have to make. And that doesn't mean that, that he'll go out and play great. It just means that it probably gives him the best chance until they know what he's going to do full-time. And then if he doesn't play well full-time and the mistakes start to supersede the athleticism, then you're, you're probably going to have to, to make a change. I wouldn't be surprised if you see not just three guys. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Dylan Lonergan, too. I, 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 he'll go out there. He'll play them all. Okay. Well, if you're Sark, you got all these different quarterbacks on the field, and you're wondering which one do we prepare for. Right. Boy, yeah, Kikowski, or however you say his name, will have – of course, he's one of the best, as you know. Kwiatkowski. Yeah. He's top five dude. Um that's why Sark's got to win. I mean, he, they don't have top five dudes on defense, though. They've got a couple, but they don't have they don't have two deep. But in the Big Twelve, all right, take out the Bama game. Don't you think they've yeah. got more? That uh, Texas has more than enough dudes if they're. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. But I'm I'm thinking college football playoff. I'm thinking to win a semifinal game. Um. You know, that's the sure. difference between the Georgias and the Alabamas and the Ohio States and the Clemsons of the last 15 years. Uh, are, were you surprised Hugh Freeze named Peyton Thorne starting um, corner? No, because I, I think I, I think that when you when you have a returning starter, all right, 
And, I, and I'm going to say this speaking from experience, because I transferred to Georgia Tech and they had a returning starter that had started 11 games the year before. And we battled and battled and battled. And I think, you know, it was made clear to us that, okay, we understand you've played, all right, you've come in to compete, and we're going to chart every single thing that you do. And when I say chart everything, Bo, I'm talking about documenting every read, every pre-snap assessment, every post-snap progression. Did you throw the ball to the right guy? Did you complete the ball but that actually wasn't the right read, right? Did you miss somebody that was open? Did you turn the ball over? Did you get out of a bad play and into the good play? And there's a GA or there's somebody with a board that is charting all of this throughout all of camp. And they're doing that for two reasons. They're doing it to see who has been able to sustain consistent performance and they're also doing it so that when they bring those guys in the room and they have to make a decision, they're going to be able to put object, objective, documentable data in front of them. This is what you guys did. We charted all of it. And this is why we're leaning this way. And I would be shocked if it wasn't done that way there because that's kind of what you do. And, and then, you know, some days one guy gets the ones and other days that guy gets the twos and you let them make sure they get their, their, their reps with all the best players and then sometimes the twos and threes. So I think Peyton Thorne might have just beat out Robbie Ashford. And, and, I'll, and I'll say this, that doesn't mean Robbie Ashford is not going to play. Right. If you know Hugh Freeze, you know there's going to be some wildcat packages in that, in that red area inside the five, seven-yard line. You know they're going to have some of that stuff on third and short. Like, I think that kid will play. Okay. I agree with Ashford. Um, he's going to play, may play a lot, kind of like Spencer Sanders. We'll see. Uh, did you have an opportunity, Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds Show, 1059 The Zone ESPN, uh, driven by your next Nissan Pathfinder at Canon Nissan in Jackson. Did you have an opportunity to watch Swamp Kings this week? Florida Gators, Urban Meyer? You mean the. We're only making this documentary if Tim Tebow and Urban Meyer sign off on what's in it. Yes, yes. I I, I got through two episodes and I was like, enough of this. Okay. This is I I'm not watching anymore. It was just like this isn't a tell-all. This isn't a this is this is fabricated to give the I think the sense that it was the wild wild west, but never crossed the line. Right. Right. And. Uh, and, and but I will say this: the one thing I, I I I loved when I saw it because I laughed because if we tried to do that today, you'd get sued or fired. But like the off-season conditioning stuff with the mat drills and all of that stuff, right? See, I I I love that stuff. That should be a part of football. That should be a part of off-season conditioning. There there does need to be an element where you push guys so hard that you find out who's going to be left standing, right? We've gone so far removed from that now because we're so afraid of hurting people's feelings or, you know, now all of a sudden we're being too tough on them. Uh, all, all of this sort of thing that it's supposed to be tough and tough teams flourish and you don't get tough by taking it easy. Like I love that aspect of it. And, and I thought Urban Meyer's approach was, was the correct one. And I think a lot of those staffs, you know, new staffs have to go in, and do that to weed through right. uh, the herd and, and, and spin it. And then, and now you have the transfer portal that gives them an opportunity to go somewhere. So you don't necessarily look like, look like the bad guy who's running guys off. The guy makes the choice himself because he has somewhere to go. Right. Yeah. Well, all right. So look, I thought it was entertaining. I mean, for some, I'm, I'm 
I'm desperate for anything that can entertain me until we get to somewhat this weekend. It's better but, than the Johnny Manziel doc. Yeah, although that was entertaining too. I know it didn't end well, and I, I know it didn't tell us everything. And and you're look, you know, you know this. The writers and producers can only do so much. It's it's all up to the Urbans and the Manzels and the Tebos and whoever you're profiling um, yeah. to give you you know, this, that, or whatever. And if they don't, then they don't. But um, where was I going with that? I was entertained. Oh, I'm, I'm just trying to get to Florida at Utah next Thursday night, Luke's. <laughs> you just needed something to hold you over. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm tired of Netflix. I'm tired of Prom. Um, I'm tired of Max. And I'm just, I'm ready for football. Speaking of, do you, do you know where you are first weekend? You know, I do, and I can't believe I'm having to tell you this, but we still haven't come out with a release with all of the assignments oh, for okay. week one, and I'm not allowed to say, Okay, which is, I don't, I mean, usually we've done that a week ago, so I don't know what's taking so long. Um, I'm assuming maybe it's going to be today or tomorrow. I really shouldn't do that on Friday, but, um, so I don't know. Yes, I do know where I'm going. It is a very favorable, uh, strong window. Good. Oh, it should be a good game, too. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, um, have fun with your son and the old change. I'm glad you get to watch another um, high school football game for his senior year. And uh, I can't remember what we decided on last. Uh, Tuesdays. I think Tuesdays at 730 yeah, Tuesday. our time, 830 Tuesday. your time. Okay, great. You got it, brother. Okay, buddy. Take care. All right, man. Thank you. See you. Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And that is brought to you by the Armory. That's right, the Armory in Ridgeland. How about this? It's Second Amendment tax-free weekend this weekend, Jason. And it's always a big, big week for the Armory on Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. So Mississippi's Second Amendment tax-free weekend, 26th and 27th, and the Armory is ready. Come take advantage of tax-free shopping and special discounts throughout the store. Hunting season is here, baby. And they have great deals on rifles at the Armory, ammo at the Armory, and optics to get you ready at the Armory. Lake Harbor and Ridgeland, right in front of Kroger, right across from Gateway Tire. So celebrate Second Amendment tax-free weekend at the Armory, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. They've got great deals on rifles, ammo, and optics to get you ready. For hunting season. Some of you men and women are double losing your mind because you got football and then dove season coming up in, what are we, nine days? Eight, nine days? And a week from today, we have Florida at Utah. A week, Florida Gators, Utah Utes. And uh, do you have that drop, Jason? I think we might have time. Day bar two has the best drop. Uh, y'all may not know this, but Kyle Whittingham is the coach at Utah. He's done an amazing job. They won a ton of games the last 20 years. All right. And he looks like he could bench press a house. This is bar two on Kyle Whittingham. Utah right now is posed to be an absolute monster because the Big 12 is not used to playing smash mouth football. And that's all Kyle Whittingham shows up to do. Drink beers and kick ass. And he is all out of beer in your stadium. <laughs> that was brought to you by an ice cold bush light. That's right. So that's what Kyle Whittingham does. He drinks your beer and kicks your ass. Drinks your beer. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's to an ice-cold bush light. Later this afternoon, it's National Burger Month. 
Let's go ahead and give away a uh, couple of $25 gift certificates to Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue B3 in Madison and or Brandon. Um, shout out to B3, baby. On Load that burger up with some good old boar's head cheese, boar's head bacon, avocado, and uh, jalapenos. Ooh. Maybe, maybe a little Jonesy Q wow sauce. You know that's got a kick in it. It's also good in Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary's. Good morning. Welcome in. Uh, I think we got Steve Palazzolo, NFL Insider, at 830.